Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, no Sats. Uh, Sats is away on a junket. Correct me if I'm right. Is yes. he at the? Was he at the PGA? Is that what? No, he's in New oh, Zealand. He's in New Zealand. That's right. In New Zealand. Not the New Zealand PGA at the moment. Is no. What's no. he doing? Just. How was that? Hello, Gary Belcher, Hello, by the way. Woogie. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Um, of course, you're referring to the Australian PGA, which uh, kicked off today at Royal Queensland. Beautiful golf oh, course. Technically teed off. But, yeah. Okay. Teed off today. <laughs> um, Adam Scott, Cam Smith. You know, how- very well. Adam Scott is, is, is you know, he's saying he's just trying to get his mojo back. Well, well he had a round, five under. Well, he had it back at the towards the end of the PGA tour. Mm. He was actually going all right. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe it's been, what, nine years since he won the, uh, what did he win? The Masters. Yeah, to 2013. Yeah. It's, you know, it's been 20 years since we've had all these sorts of golfing stars in Queensland. Playing, it? Yeah, it's been t- over 20 years. Wow. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. But there was about a thousand, half past seven this morning, people were gathering at six o'clock, but about half past seven this morning, there are a thousand people, a thousand people following Cam Smith around the course. Wow, yeah, well, he's a star, isn't he? And, and I, I said to you before, I'd, I'd, I'd love to watch him play. Imagine what it's going to be like on the weekend. Mm. It's going to be crazy. So that's well and truly underway. The Australian PGA. And he's, he finished at three under for the day. So what well, was round. Scotty? He was leading. five under. Five under. Okay, yeah, rightio. Uh, Alan, uh, Alan, <laughs> Alex Brosk will be joining us today. A wrap up of the Socceroos four-one uh, defeat. Uh, at the hands of France. Uh, he'll be joining us soon. Chris Nelson's got some uh, tips for the weekend in racing. Um, oh, should I mention this now or should I worry about later? Because well, it's something one? that's really, really peed me off today. Oh, is it about the uh, rugby league bosses not elevating Samoa and Tonga? No. Uh, um, is it about the Dolphins? The who? The, what's happened with the Dolphins? The, I, I didn't even hear about that. They've found somewhere to live. Oh, have They're they? They're going to be in Redcliffe. Can they, you believe that? Ah. Oh. They're going to base themselves at Redcliffe. Where are they from? This is the Dolphins of no fixed address, yeah. Well, and they are playing games at They're Morton Daly Stadium. They're playing games with us, yeah. Give us, tell us who you are, <laughs> Dolphins, Brisbane. They should Queensland. be at North Lakes with those kids in the, in the, in the baby they, change rooms. Honestly, I know I like the Dolphins and Redcliffe being the Dolphins for a long time, but I'm, I'll, I'll say for a long time, they missed a golden opportunity to become the Brisbane Bin Chickens. <laughs> That's just, there's something catchy about that. Cricket Australia will ensure players... They've clawed their way to another victory. See, there's a headline, Woogie. There you go. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, go on. They, they beat the Cane Toads. They, well, no, they won't play the Cane Toads. Oh, they but won't, no. They, bin Chickens eat Cane Toads. 
Cricket Australia. I yeah, know oh, we talked. Didn't we talk about this last yeah, night? We did, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Cricket Australia will ensure players don't have to interact with Justin Langer in his new role as a Channel Seven commentator. What? Are you, you can't s- put them through that. Why? Because he's their ex-coach. You can't make them talk to him. Okay, yeah, he can't. That's Where's just... the resilience of these? <laughs> I mean, they teach resilience in high school and primary school. What about Channel Seven saying, "Hey, he, he's going to be doing interviews and." What, you can't interview anyone? No, they're saying he's going to be in the commentary box. It's not likely to happen. Right. You know what they're going to do? They're going to check to see if he has a conflict with a previous player if he happens to be on a panel and a player jumps on the panel. Who are they going to ask, him or the player? They're going to ask, they're going to ask the player right. if they've got an issue with Justin and Langer. That's funny because he might think, look, I've only got an issue with one or two. Yeah. And no one... it might, if it happens 10 times in a row, he's going to go, oh, Jesus. But they will remove him. They will remove him from the panel. Are you? What, what is going on? He's just, he's just going to have an unexpected lunch break, coffee break. Gary, my head's about to explode. <laughs> I can't cop this anymore. Again. And Cricket Australia, we've got the full support of the players, at their number, our number one priority. Yeah, well, they're running the joint. They're your boss. Yeah, that, actually, that's, that's what it is. This is not Cricket Australia saying you can't do it. This is the players saying, don't, we're not doing that. I really, I now can't. Now you go, and, you go and sort it out. I can't stand this team, I tell you. Oh, come on. They're not all bad. Go to iCanWin.com.au. I hope people come out and go, I don't agree with that. I'm going to talk to JL. I'd love to see those players step forward and go, oh, I've got no issue with JL. Yes, I would love that. I bet you the first one to do that would be Uzi. Mm. He had his grievances. They he aired it been, out. But he's and not in the team it. at the moment. Dave Warner? No, it was he Kawaja's opening batsman. Oh, he will be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Travis unless, gonna be. Unless you know something that we don't know. No, I don't. Okay. No. Uh, go to iCanWin.com.au to win a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown barbecue this summer. Easy to do. Cost you nothing. iCanWin.com.au. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, time for a, uh, a footy update. No, uh, Sats, he's away. He'll be back on Monday. You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Uh, you mentioned it off the top of the show, Badge. Uh, Samara and Tonga will not be elevated. No, to Tier 1. Mm. No, no, and, and people want that to happen, but... Um, it, I, I, the system's fine as it is. There's a, a few things around this. To be to become a tier one nation, you've got to have um, the you know the infrastructure around um, competitions, as we have in England, especially in Australia um, and and some in New Zealand. Uh, they haven't got that, and they're so far from that. It's not funny. Papua New Guinea are the same. They they haven't got any great structure around their you know their junior competitions or whatever. The other thing it does, it means that Samoan and Tonga players in World Cup years can pl- represent their country of heritage. Mm. It's fantastic. If they're Tier 1 players, they have they would have to make a choice and it would mean they can't play State of Origin. That's right. They can still. Yeah, they pl- would have to be either New South Wales or Queensland in Origin or play for your, your yep. Samoa or Tonga. So I think it's working nicely at the moment. And after the the World Cup, that's just gone. We don't want to lose those players from State of Origin. And and and, no. and as they've said, a lot of the Penrith boys, for example, grew up around Mount Druitt. They're proud that they grew up in those areas and played their junior rugby league. How there. good that they can do both. Some yep. people have a problem with it. I don't. And they want to represent those boys. Particularly want to represent New South Wales. So good on them. Yes, I think it's great. Uh, you did say Wayne Bennett's Dolphins uh, have got a home, which is great. It's going to be Redcliffe. <laughs> Excellent. 
But also, they've launched a $1 million poaching bid for Dylan Brown, the Eels player. Yeah, well, they're still trying to get this uh, this marquee player. He probably would fit that bill. Um, very good player. I'm not saying, I don't think he's at his best just yet. Parramatta aren't going to let him go. He's on pretty big money there as well. But he's off contract at the end of mm. next season. So with a year to go, they can, you know, until he signs uh, another deal at Parramatta or elsewhere, they're free to to try to get him. So he's the man in their in their sights at the moment. Adam Reynolds opened up about the, uh, I guess, the late season fate of the Broncos. What do they yeah. lose? Eight in a row or something like lost, that? But, lost plenty. Um, new players, hopefully you know, new understanding of the game plan. That's what he's hoping yeah. for next year. There was a few different reasons people, you know, put it, put it down to commitment or whatever else. But he's saying, look, no, we, we need to get this. We need to get better at this. And understanding the game plan is also, I think, also in that I would throw in understanding each other, yep. how they all play and what they all need to do to, to get it right for the team. And they struggled without him there. And they, str- mm. I, I think they struggled without a gun number six Yeah, and he, as when well. he came back in a couple of times, they struggled as yeah. well with him there. So we, we kind of thought Adam Reynolds was the key, and he was early in the year to them really looking like a much better team and a finals team. But, um, yeah, they fell away. They fell away badly. They'll, they'll learn from that. Uh, Australia preparing to take on Tunisia uh, in their second World Cup game. That happens Saturday night, 8 o'clock Queensland time. Uh, we're going to preview that with uh, Alex Brosk in just a moment. Uh, this is Sports Day, and that was your footy update. For Repco, for expert car service, book into your local Repco authorised service centre. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Harry Sutar, the base of the centre circle, plays a long diagonal ball out to Leckie on the right flank and a good touch as well. Pavard hit the ground, the cross comes in. Goodwin! Craig Goodwin has the opener. Australia 1-0 up on the French. Yeah, everyone jumping up and down very early. Well, in my house, 10 past 5 going, how good's this? We're going to win this 3-0 and then... Yeah, the French woke up, ended mm. up beating us 4-1. Alex Brosk, who you quite often hear on the global game across the SCN network and the SCN app, joining us now on Sports Day. Alex, it was good for that first 10 minutes, wasn't it, mate? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was very good. I mean, the emotions we all would have felt. Look, in reality, I, I wasn't expecting much. So, you know, prepared myself, sat down, ready to watch the game, thinking as long as we put in a good performance. But... Um, Seeing the result last night, Saudi Arabia being Argentina, that sort of got me a little bit more hopeful than I was. And then with the way that we started, 1-0 up, I thought, hold on a second, this, this, this could be. I mean, we could actually beat France. And then uh, it unfortunately went, um, you know, I, I guess as expected in a way. You know, we were beaten quite comfortably in the end by a, a team that is, is stacked with talent and outrageous players. And unfortunately, we just couldn't keep up with them. Yeah, Alex, uh, but we could have eaten, you know, quite I know they scored a couple of goals in that first half after after our first one, but we went very close to levelling the scores. Had that happened, um, I'm not sure who it was, but hit the post. Would, could it have been a different story in the second half if they went in two all? Maybe a little bit more nervous, the French? Um, look, I, I don't know. I, I still think they ran over the top of us in that second half. I think what it definitely would have done, because I, I remember the moment and thinking, you know, if, we, if we'd equalise there just before half-time, I mean, the lift that it would have given the players, you, you go into the sheds a completely different player. You know, you, you go in thinking, hold on, we're, mm. we're tied with France here. We've scored two goals against them. They're definitely beatable. Uh, we can get something out of this game. Instead of going in the way they did, thinking, right, we went up, 
we after 20 minutes it all went south and this could end up getting ugly. So it, it, completely different mindset going into the halftime change. It could have changed things, but I I still look at the quality that they have and and the way that we ended up playing in that second half, which was pretty much just sitting back. You know that in your face style, that aggressive uh, you know game plan that Arnie wanted to or told us he was going to play in making the French uncomfortable. I, I, I didn't really see it. You know, I didn't see enough of it. Mm. Was there anything else or anything tactically that you thought we could have got better? Look, I, I agreed with what the boys said on, on the panel. I think that, um, you know, I think probably the changes came a little bit too late. Um, you know, probably before that third one goes in, you know, I think you could see the pattern that the game was heading towards. It was only ever going to be, at, you know, from 2-1 at half time with the way we started the second half. It was a matter of time before the third one, the fourth one came. So I think Arnie at that moment probably could have been a bit, you know, braver and, and thrown on the likes of Garan Qual, Alwemobile um, and Cummings, you know, just to try something, to see if that sparks anything. You've got guys on the bench that are hungry and they're watching the game go by and thinking, coach, get me on, I can do something. That's why I'm here. Um, and with the game, the way that it was heading, I think it was set up for to try something different, and he, um, and he didn't. And look, we, in the end, we, we copped that third and the fourth, and, and we didn't really put up a fight in the end. There's been a lot of talk about France and, you know, the players not getting along. They had injuries. Jeez, they looked all right for a team that doesn't like each other. Did they meet expectations? <laughs> uh, they certainly did. I think there's a lot more to come from them as well. I think, look, all, all those sorts of things, the unrest, and, you know, I think people like the media in particular like to make more of, of, of what it is. At the end of the day, these guys understand how incredibly uh, special it is to be part of a moment like that, to be at a World Cup and to think that... And to know that those moments don't come around for everyone all the time. So they'd be doing everything. I'm sure that all those things behind closed doors, uh, I'd say they are still a, a very tight-knit group. You could see it on the field. Whether they are or they aren't, they know how, they've got the quality to still carry out a game plan, win games, score goals. And, um, you know, I, I think they will be, uh, you know, a huge contender. We saw a, a nil or draw between Tunisia and also Denmark, which is great for the Socceroos mm-hmm. uh, because I, just trying to work it out, uh, if France do their job and beat Tunisia and Denmark, all we need then, and I say all we need is if it's easy, um, is a win and a draw. Is that correct to go through? Pretty much. And then depending on the other results as well, you'd think it'll come down to goal difference possibly because um, there will be another team that will more than likely finish on, on four points as well with us if that happens. Um, and that 4-1, you know, could come back to hurt us. So, that, again, that's why at 2-1 down, I would have liked to see us be a bit a bit more brave and, and actually go for it and see if we could have in that second half pinched another one. But you're right, there's still a lot to play for. I think the boys would... would would have seen enough from themselves in that first 20, 30 minutes to think, you know, if we took it to France, if Saudi Arabia can beat Argentina, mm. you know, we're more than good enough to go and beat Tunisia now and get something out of the next two games. Is that the greatest upset in World Cup history with Saudi Arabia beating Argentina? Oh, look, I can't remember um, and I haven't looked too far, but to be honest, I, I, I don't think there probably would be one. Um, you know, Saudi Arabia being Argentina, uh, it, mm. unheard of, unheard of. It, it's uh, it, it's going to be a result that uh, will be remembered for a very, very long time. Yeah. So all or nothing now. Um, who who has to play more minutes? Uh, we keep hearing 
Garang Kual, the young bloke who, who came on with, or not long to go, it was already 4-1. Uh, do we have to see him on the park more or is there anyone else? Look, well, Aiden Hrustich, he didn't play uh, in this game. He carried a, an ankle injury and with, you know, with no Tom Rogic there, he is our go-to guy in terms of uh, creating chances. Um, he's a wonderful player in that attack that I think we... Well, I wouldn't say missed last night because I, we didn't, in, in truth, we didn't have much of the ball. So it, it probably would have been a game that, that would have wasted his talents anyway. But in the next two games, I'd say he will play and, and he'll be key to you know, getting us to create more chances and hopefully uh, winning some games. All right, we've got Tunisia, 9 o'clock Australian Eastern Daylight Time on Saturday nights. Uh, the Socceroos, can we expect a win? Tunisia, yes. I, I heard today, have got a lot of support we got them in covered. Qatar. Oh, they would. They absolutely would. And um, look, from what I heard, they weren't overly impressive uh, against Denmark. Um, look, I think I think we can. This is this is the game, right? Tunisia is looking at us as the team that they've got to beat. Uh, that you know, three points for them, and we're looking at them the same way. So mm. it's going to be a, an incredible game. The time for us here in Australia is perfect at nine o'clock. And look, I, I definitely think that uh, you know I, I'm. More hopeful now and, and more optimistic now than even before the France game that uh, that we can get something out of this game. Hey, mate. <laughs> thanks, thanks for your time on Sports Day tonight. And good luck. Come on, the Socceroos, on Saturday night. <laughs> thanks, boys. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Uh, certainly is. And the man who's in the know with all things racing in Queensland, Chris Nelson, joining us. Hello, Nelson. Jace, Badge, how are you guys? Very good. good. We are very good, mate. Um, plenty good. happening around the southeast this weekend. Yeah, plenty of racing, of course, this weekend. A big meeting at the Gold Coast. That's our feature meeting on Saturday. Uh, with a couple of listed races there, looking forward to those. But we also race at Ipswich. We also race at Kilcoy and Toowoomba. They're the TAB meetings. Plus, if you're in the country areas, Bar Calden, Mount Isa and Thangul are also meetings uh, being held on Saturday. And, of course, yeah, Thangul and the Sunshine Coast will race on Sunday. And Kilcoy, guys, I might head out to Kilcoy on Saturday. Have you been out there? Uh, not for a long time. No, where is it? West, well, west. It's about an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. It's about an hour and a half from me, apparently. No, how many long necks? Uh, That's that's (laughs) the distance. It's about for you, uh, an hour and a half. um, Seventeen. Okay, good. (laughs) Drink responsible. He'll be a passenger with you. You driving, Nelson. Got some hot tips for us, mate, around the place. Well, not for Kilcoy because I haven't looked at that yet. But around the place, yeah. Now, guys, um, I have got some for the Gold Coast on Saturday, and they are race. Seven, or the best bet, race eight, number two, Hollyfield, who won the Keith Nowd a couple of weeks ago, I think wins again. There look to be a lot of chances in that race. Emerald Kingdom and Hollyfield look the two. They should settle pretty much one, two. And I think that's how they'll finish with Hollyfield winning, number two. Uh, number 11 in race five, Vaccine for Tony Golan resumes from a break. She was really good last preparation. She tried well on Tuesday. I think she can win and won at a bit of value. Race seven, number three, Mimi Lagarde, who, if you remember, ran second badge. You'll know this on uh, Magic Millions Day last year in the Guineas behind King of Sparta. Yeah. She ran on from last place. She's had three runs since. She's been out of the place. Now, two of them are on heavy tracks. Doesn't go a yard in the wet. 
And the latest was at Eagle Farm just over a month ago where she had no luck in the straight. She's good odds. Don't be surprised if she runs a big race. Race seven, number three, Mimi Lagarde. Oh, like it. Rightio, mate. Sounds Ooh. good. Uh, Queensland is racing. By the way, don't forget next Thursday night you're joining us at Albion Park. Yeah. We're there. Uh, we're doing a special outside broadcast at the Dogs. When they said to us, particularly Badge and I, guys, do you want to do an outside broadcast from the track? Uh, we couldn't have answered quick enough. Like, how good is this going to be? I know. I am looking forward to it. I must. I love those sorts of things. And I haven't been to the uh, the dish liquors at Albion Park, so I'm really looking forward to it. No, it'd be good. No, we'll they, to... they don't mind you calling the dish liquors? Or... No, they're fine. they're fine. Well, they haven't complained yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we'll have to – maybe we'll have to put a little punters club together, boys, on the night. Yeah. We all just chuck in a couple of bucks each. What do you reckon? Yeah. Yep. Beauty. All righty. Beauty. You can organise that, Woogie. Yeah, and Chris will no doubt pick us some winners. No, I won't be doing the tips. Yeah, give it to someone that knows what they're talking about. Is that throwing that money that he owes you from the last? That's right. He still owes. Oh, why'd you mean? Now it's stressed me out again. Mm. He owes me $37. Wow. Has he left town? I haven't heard him for a while. Well, he's no, you heard he's on that, he's on that junket in New Zealand. Oh, okay. Nothing's Correct me like, if I'm right. There goes your $37. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, exactly. that's right. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next uh, Thursday night at Albion Park. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Actually, I know who we'll get tips from. Lukey Gatehouse. Yes. The CEO. He'll give yes. us some tips. Absolutely. He knows his stuff. All right, Nelson. Have a good weekend, mate. You too, guys. Thanks. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, yes, uh, Sats away. Badge and Jace here tonight. Don't miss the Queensland Flame on December 1 to see who will represent Queensland at this year's The Phoenix AFLW Grand Final this Sunday, Badge. All eyes on Springfield. Yes. Is, uh, you, if you'd said that a few years ago, people would have laughed at you, but it's um, it's a, such a growth area out there in the western suburbs. And again, just so handed to the Springfield. AFL by the Jets not getting that NRL licence out there. So it's just free. It's play on for the AFL and, and the Brisbane Lions out there. The Brisbane Lions will play the Melbourne Ds at the Brighton Homes Arena. Halftime entertainment. Most gorgeous girl in Australian pop. You know, Shepherd. What? Who's this? What about this one there? No! Someone who can actually sing. Delta Goodrum. Ah, you're saying Natalie and Julia. Yeah, Delta. She's great. I should have worked with Natalie's sister at another radio station. Nice girl. She used to be, cool. while Natalie and Brulia was singing around the world, she used to be in a Kmart commercial, the sister. Oh. Anyway, it's this this Sunday, uh, 1.40 Queensland time. fun fact Thursday. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, poor Gallon. He beat Justin Hodges. Unanimous decision yeah, last night. Yeah, last night. And that's it. He's uh, riding off into the sunset. Good on you, Gal. Um, did did very well uh, to, to put boxing or help boxing in many, many ways. Mm. Uh, and made some good money along the way too and didn't start until I think he was about 37, 38. After yeah, well done. Footy. So outstanding stuff. Uh, there was another fight last night, Michael Zarafa, against Danilo Creati, or Creati and mm. he won it on the unanimous decision, but they said it was just an ugly fight. It was just terrible. 
He wants to fight Tim Zoom. I don't care about Michael Zoom. But Zorro. I don't. Yeah. Not, not a chance. He had a, he had a bit of a shocker, didn't he, when he pulled out yep. that fight? Uh, World Cup results overnight. How about this? Morocco and Croatia, nil or draw. Well, that's, that's not an the upset. biggest one. That's, well, an, that, that's an upset. No, ja- this next one well, is. Well, Japan beat Germany 2-1. Oh. But Japan are a decent team. I know, but Germany had that. They were, they were a, a lot like um, Saudi Arabia having their win against Argentina. That, Argentina were winning that comfortably or going and, and same with Germany. Mm. And all of a sudden Japan made a couple of changes. Mm. I heard some talk about this this morning. It's it's been the bench players coming on that have really turned the game in a few circumstances. And yeah, I think two of the substitutes came on and scored. Mm. It's good for our region. Massive. Great for our region for because they're in the Asian region yes. with Australia. Hey Jack, you got two seconds to run in here. I want to ask you uh, a couple of questions. The Spanish looked amazing. What a team. That's they their are. biggest win at, at oh, in and, World Cup. And they, the way they play too, I'll tell you what, you watch it, it's it's pretty to watch, isn't it? Spain, Jack? Yeah, no, they looked they looked really in good nick. They beat Costa Rica but, 7-0. 7-0. But they attack, you know, and they play the game the way it should be played. You see how the other teams that are just boring and dodgy and I was, stifling. I was going to mention something else too. Of course, there was a, a – was it a pre-game protest from Germany? Yeah, so they basically in their pre-match photo that everyone takes, they covered their mouths – and what um, was that for? Well, I think it's just been the stifling of all the issues that have been encompassed, and particularly because of the armband being uh, struck off at the last minute. There's different ways that people are trying to what armband? Show this ball. The one love armband. There was uh, a confederation of a bunch of different teams that were going to wear yep. this one one love armband. FIFA okay. at the last minute said no. You'll get a yellow card if you wear it. So different teams are doing different things. It's it's not going down well this World they, Cup. They warmed up, hey, didn't they? In those rainbow. Yeah, someone was wearing yeah. rainbow. I think it was Germany. Yeah, yeah right. and then um, I, th- I think it was the German. Um, uh, the German keeper had the armband underneath his sleeve. Right. Okay. So, yeah, there's a couple of things that are happening. The chancellor. Uh, Belgium, by the way, beat Canada one 0 That was a boring game. I saw bits of that this morning. It was a great game. It was boring, it was a mate. Great game. Canada's first World Cup in 30 years. And they had a chance to score their first ever World Cup goal, and it was saved. It was a penalty, and um, mm. it was saved by Courtois. But um, yeah. Belgium Stick to maple team. syrup, guys. You're very good at that, I would say. Now, what about this one? England take on the USA tomorrow. This has got to be one of the biggest games, like two big countries, right? Uh, and the sledging, apparently, Jack, has already started with actor Will Ferrell being caught out by British goalkeeper Aaron Ramsdale on UK radio. Uh, this is quite funny. Uh, have a listen to this. Hi, Will. It's Aaron Ramsdale. You're a great actor and a hero of mine. I love watching your films, but when we play your nation on Friday, you'll be the worst actor in the world. Alf will be on the shelf, and it'll be a little less Anchorman and more man. Take care, wow. pal. Ooh. Well, Mr. Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah. Aaron, you didn't realize I know where you live. <laughs> and I'm delivering a bag of <laughs> to your doorstep. <laughs> I'm going to light it on fire, and you're going to have to stomp it out. All right, Aaron? <laughs> How good is Will Ferrell? He he's just loves it. Hey, is he on a radio show now or something? No, well, he's doing press for this Christmas movie he's gone out, which uh, is a musical. So, yeah, he's over in the UK doing press for the movie, and they, they got him. Will's funniest man. Yeah, I reckon he's good. I love him. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, there's no Jack. Sat's last laugh, though. Oh, no, no good point. Good, no, yeah. no, no, very good point. Correct me if I'm right. Uh, stream every NFL game this season live on the NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. This is Sports Day for the 8-seat Kia Carnival. It's a grand utility vehicle. Kia didn't just make an 8-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. 
Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, yeah, welcome back to a time to check out the weather. New Farm Australian through and through. If you're listening in Dolby on Hot Country, home of the Dolby Diehards Rugby League Football Club. Beauty. Home. Andrew McCulloch. Andrew McCulloch. Uh, he rang me the other day. Did he? He rang me the other day. Um, who else Both played? Both for more from the Both Titans. Both for more, yeah. yeah. Proud. Yeah. Dolby boy. Gee, there's a couple more on the tip of my tongue. Do you like the way I just dropped what? in that Andrew McCulloch rang me? Yeah, why? Because he wants to do some stuff with us. Ah. He's, uh, he's got a bit to do with still with um, the uh, the Dragons, and I think he's working with the Broncos. He's got a good gig. He does all the man. corporate stuff with the Dragons. We'll have to, what, he'll just travel. Is he back? So we'll travel down there. He's in Brizzy. Yeah, yeah, he's in Brizzy. I'm sure he'd have a place in Brisbane. He played for the Broncos for a long, long time. I said to him, let's catch up for a coffee. He said, nah, let's have a beer. <laughs> oh, Twist there you go. He's definitely retired. <laughs> New Farm's <laughs> products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports right Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, building a more resilient Queensland. That's the Suncorp spirit. Alyssa Healy's been named Aussie captain for next month's five T20s against India, replacing Meg Lenning. She deserves it. Yes, yes. Meg Lenning is – I think she took a bit of time out. I, I know she was injured for a bit and then she decided she's just been so busy. And uh, But Alyssa Healy, good choice. Um yeah, fine player. So hopefully they'll keep up their uh, their good work in the T20s, the uh, Aussie women's cricket team. And the, now the men of league, and I'm involved in the men of league, and um, it's been rebranded. Mm. We spoke about this uh, yesterday off the air, Woogie. Yeah. Um, family of league. So it's basically to better reflect uh, and represent the community that um, the men of league, now the family of league supports. But a lot of people associate it just with a bunch of old footballers looking after each other and you know, making um, hospital visits and helping out with people that are uh, in in sort of in, in strife, but it's it's has for a long time been extended to anyone that's been involved in the game. Yeah, not, that's nice. Not, not just at the top level, but any level. And um, yeah, I think the family of league is a, was a very good choice for that. Yeah, it helps a lot of lot of families and a lot of people, doesn't it, Badge? Like I was just asking you about some of. The people that that you're involved with, and it surprises me how many people get the support. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, and and not only get support, but also sort of get pointed in the right direction. There's a bunch of welfare officers and people that are in, involved in head office in Sydney, and this was all set up by Ronnie Coote and many others uh, a long time ago, over 20 years ago. But yeah, even yeah, nice. getting pointed in the right direction just to get the right help and support, and uh, often it's just uh, you know someone is doing it tough. I mean, I. I uh, visited Barry Muir a few months before he passed away. He passed away a couple of months away ago now, and he was just oh, – it's one of the great – the best things I've done for years, you know, just to sit there and have a cup of tea with um, a legend of our game who I'd never really spent much time with, and that's the – you know, and that's the sort of thing that now the family of league mm. does. That's fantastic. Hey, you've got to mention before too, the Brisbane Heat won their game last night against the Hurricanes. Right. In the, in the women's BBL. Uh, they'll now take on Adelaide Strikers tonight in Adelaide, and the winner of that game will play the Sydney Sixers women in the final on Saturday at North Sydney Oval. Oh, okay. So good luck to the girls as they get into that final. And quickly, um, I just want to quickly mention tonight's World Cup games. Plenty on. Uh, Switzerland versus Cameroon at 8 o'clock. Uruguay versus South Korea at 11 p.m. 2 a.m. Portugal versus Ghana. And Brazil versus Serbia, 5 a.m. game. These are all Queensland times. And don't forget, Saturday nights, it'll be Australia versus Tunisia, uh, Queensland time, 8 p.m.
Beauty. Good time. Have a couple of nice, quiet bevies and watch the soccer on Saturday night. What else could you uh, hope for? Badge, we're out of here. Make sure you've got the right insurance this storm season. Search Suncorp Home Insurance for a quote today. This has been Sports Day Badge. Uh, We'll be back Monday with Sats. See you then. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.